0: Hello, and welcome to Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanza, with me, forever and always, the man, the myth, the birthday boy, Alessandro Bielsi. Say hello, Al. I forgot that
1: this only holds 15 ounces, so I can't pour <laughs> the whole beer.
0: I see you struggling over there. It's it's unfortunate. Also, have got a very uh, rich, foamy head, so. <laughs> Wonderful. On this week's show, chemical <laughs> explosions, Al gets robbed, more news on MoviePass, a quick chat about IMAX, and finally, we dive into our flick for the week, Justice League. But first, Al, what are we drinking? Good luck saying this.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had to look up uh, how to pronounce this beer. Uh, thankfully, they had a handy little video um, on the website that... <laughs> gal Gadot? ...room master. What's gal? gal. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal yeah. Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up that video to someone the other night. Oh, yeah, so anyway, the beer is... Um, Stone Chocoveza. Oh. It's an imperial stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. For those of you who are listening who didn't realize that was a thing, Mexican hot chocolate. It's a stout brewed with cocoa, coffee, peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Hmm. Let's see. On the uh, the box...
0: These are all flavors I approve a little, of.
1: a little thing here. It says, a, a tradition too special to skip. It's harmoniously balanced with those aforementioned ingredients. This imperial stout is brewed around the holidays, but delicious all year long. Uh, actually, there was a fun little story on the website about this. Um, to paraphrase, they did this as like a one-off beer, and the response to it was so substantial that they had to bring it back full time. Oh wow! Um, on the box, it says "Beer Advocate 100," so it's allegedly very good. And mm. as with most known beers, A little story on the back of the bottle as well. So uh, it says, there's nothing like making a beer so beloved that people feel compelled to campaign for its return. So in the spirit of the holiday season, we're very pleased to give our fans the number one item on their wish lists. As illustrated by the avalanche of social media requests, that is Stone Chocaveza, an insanely delicious take on Mexican hot chocolate brewed with cocoa, coffee, pasilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. First brewed in 2014 with San Diego homebrewer Chris Banker after his recipe one-hour annual homebrew competition, this imperial stout is layered with smooth roastiness, (laughs) semi-sweet chocolate, and a touch of spice. Thanks entirely to you, this creamy mocha stout has gone from initially being a one-time offering to a yearly tradition. Happy holidays from all of us to all of you, and feel free to continue enjoying it long into the spring and summer as this gem will age beautifully and it's definitely not exclusive to the winter season.
0: Nice. Well, without further ado, cheers cheers. Oh yeah.
1: There's a lot going on there.
0: That is tasty. You know what that tastes like? An eighteen dollar six pack Al. What are you doing to me? dollars by me. Unreal. <laughs> I've been ripped off. <laughs>
1: I mean, it wasn't cheap. It was definitely one of those ones that was more expensive than standard, but I, I i don't think it was that much.
0: I paid the dollars for it, and I'm not sorry.
1: You shouldn't be. It's really good.
0: It's really tasty. Um, I disagree about it being an all-year-round kind of deal. This is perfectly my speed for right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, November. It's getting a little chilly. It's, yeah. um, it's good. It's good for now.
0: It'll keep me warm. Um, sweet coffee ish. I get the hot cocoa. I I get it. I I love Mexican hot cocoa. I don't know if you've had that yourself.
1: Um, I think I had something like that once.
0: And uh,
1: I think it had glue in it too, though.
0: Yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> No, this is this is really good. I I enjoy this one. I okay, two for two with these dark beers that we uh, <laughs> we've got coming in. <laughs> yeah,
1: that the one from last episode, the yeah. Rogue Brown Nectar, so good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I knocked it down very quickly. The rest of
0: those. This um, that one. I'm not to compare them like these directly, but like that one feels a little bit more drinkable to me than this one. I do. I don't dislike this by any means.
1: Well, that was a brown note. Uh, this is a stout. This is a little yeah. heavier. Um, it's an imperial stout. It's 8% alcohol. Um, so that the other one was, I think, only like 5 or 6.
0: Gotcha. Now, this is I, – I, I, I like the find. I'm glad that you looked up how to say it. No way in hell
1: Yeah, I'm I wasn't going to look that because um, – oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, for any of you who uh, <laughs> was listening but didn't see the spelling of this word, it, it spelled Mexican. Because uh, it's got an X as the first letter. X-O-C-O-V-E-Z-A. And I'm actually pretty proud of myself. I actually figured that's how it was pronounced once I kind of played around with the word. Yeah. Um, And uh, I was vindicated when I looked up the video on how to uh, pronounce
0: it. (laughs) Nice. I like... uh, So, a little behind-the-scenes action here. Al usually runs out and he picks up a handful of beers and then tells me which ones he got. And I will try to do my best to find them. Usually... I fail, uh, but, but I, luckily the last two weeks I was able to find stuff that he had, and this is from the list that he gave me two weeks ago, and he asked me today, which beer do I want to do for the show, and I told him, the one with the letters, <laughs> and he knew what I meant, and that's that's friendship right there.
1: Now, which, did you, which exchange did you enjoy better? Did you, exchange, did you enjoy that one, or the one about the murder on the Orient Express?
0: Mm. That was wonderful. <laughs> Um, that actually, uh, uh, there was, there was a good amount of time where I was just sitting at my desk chair laughing. <laughs> no one was around was to share it with. <laughs> uh, so if you listened to last week's episode, the plan was to do Murder on the Orient Express this week, but Al didn't get to see it and it slides cause it's his birthday. <laughs> so we're going to do Justice League <laughs> and we'll do Murder on the Orient Express next week.
1: Or murder, etc. If you prefer.
0: Yeah, murder, etc. Is how we text about that movie now. Because who's writing that out? Let's be serious.
1: Right. That's what I was thinking. I was doing something else. I was like, I think I was sipping my coffee. I was reading something on my computer. I had the phone in my other hand. And I was texting, and I was like, I was just gonna say, haven't seen murder yet, and I was like, that's gonna come off weird. It's like good. But there's so many other words. That I'm just gonna hit him with murder, parentheses, et cetera, and see see how that see how that sticks with him. <laughs>
0: oh man, that'll be the title of next week's episode: <laughs> murder, <et> cetera. <laughs> so, can we you know what, dive sorry, into?
1: You know what I was thinking of when I texted that too is um you remember from season one of Game of Thrones? When uh, spoiler alert, care everyone. If you haven't seen the no series, no no,
0: everyone, we're past watch that first season
1: <laughs> of Game of Thrones. When Robert Baratheon's writing his last will and testament on his um, deathbed, and he's having Ned write it down, and he says, uh, "I, King Robert Baratheon, titles, titles." Uh, <laughs> 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 That's what went through my mind after I sent that to you. Right,
0: right. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so tell me about so the I'm chemical not- explosion now.
1: Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, well, at the time you'll be listening to this, it'll be a couple days later, but at the time we recording this, this is the day after my birthday, so I'm at my house, taking a me day, because, you know, it's my birthday, and I don't have anything better to do. Sitting at the house, there's a couple of electricians here who are uh, working on uh, wiring up our pool that we're having put in, and uh, I get a text saying, a factory exploded in our town... It's got some sort of chemicals involved in the explosion, and they're not sure which way the wind is blowing. Um, oh God! What? This is, yeah, these are not things that I want to hear. And uh, like I was told where it is, I was like, "Oh yeah, um, you know, it takes a few minutes to drive there, but as the you know in a straight line, as the clo- as the crow flies, if you will, um, that's really not very far from me. It's might not even be a full mile. Oh God! So. I was like, huh, let me go to the town website. Great. The last time you updated it was three days ago. That's helpful. Um, maybe I can find something on Facebook or Twitter. So I found a very responsive Facebook page that said, uh, there's a shelter-in-place order. Anyone within a half a mile, get inside your house and close all the doors and windows.
0: <gasps> what is happening? <laughs> happy birthday. <'Cause, laughs> Jesus
1: yeah, happy birthday Christ. to me. Because um, <laughs> it was at a cosmetics Factory, okay, and they didn't know if any funky chemicals that are used to make the cosmetics were involved in the explosion. It's like the plot
0: of the '89 Batman movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. <kind of>. <laughs> <laughs> How the, fitting. <laughs> then I saw they they sent along with this information some guidance as to where exactly it was on like a GPS like image mm-hmm. and a little radius thing like if you're in this zone you're in the shelter zone Like, mm-hmm. oh that's helpful let's see let's see um uh, this way oh fantastic i'm maybe a quarter of a mile outside of the zone <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> so i went outside to the guys who were um working because they're working inside the house with the panel working outside of the house you know, you know threading the wiring through and this and that had my back door open at all times i was like hey guys I don't know if you heard about this explosion that happened a mile away from here, but... Uh,
0: <laughs> we should go inside now.
1: <laughs> I was like, if you guys smell anything weird, come in the house, close the door, we'll get through this together. Oh my god. If not, carry on. they are like, wow, shit, really? Like, never, I had no idea. Thanks for letting us know, man, I really appreciate
0: it. And I these, like, are the, these are the few folks you enter the zombie apocalypse with. <laughs> yeah.
1: Two two guys, one of whom i met earlier in the week. The other guy is the first time I'm meeting him in that conversation. It's the first nice. time I'm meeting him. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to check up and yeah. You know, okay, you know, it seems like it's probably not toxic, although people are experiencing weird smells. We still haven't identified. Um, you know, if you've ever seen a disaster of any sort that happens in a smaller town, um, news is very unreliable. Hmm. Because early on, I'm seeing reports of, like, 80 people injured and, like, 10 people dead. And then I'm seeing reports of, like, 20 people injured and one person missing. So, (laughs) yeah, wildly different.
0: Wait, hang on. It looks like the news took a play out of our book with (laughs) wild speculation. Yeah, no, that's exactly
1: what they did. There was wild speculation going on. And then, like, it wasn't being updated because it's, like, the one person who works for the newspaper up here. Um, (laughs) It's that one guy. Yeah, hey, it's that one guy. (laughs) And then, um, like, CBS New York, ABC New York, like, are all reporting on it as well, because it's a pretty big deal. I mean, our town is pretty small, but we're not far away from towns that do matter, and we're only an hour from the city, so, like, you know. And they did send, like, actual reporters from, like, those stations up here, eventually. Um, But I didn't double-check on any of the totals, but what I saw last night was at the time i think there was still just one person unaccounted for and the injuries were more in like the 30 or so range i think uh, i don't have the, the uh, exclusive on that so
0: well, i hope they find that one guy
1: yeah i hope they find that one guy
0: that's uh i'm not even trying to make a joke there that's that's terrifying
1: yeah i mean the one positive that came out of it all was apparently it was relatively harmless stuff that was um, leaked out but um I saw pictures and video of it, and um, I'm surprised I couldn't see the smoke from where I am because oh, yeah. it's really not that far. Jeez. Had,
0: a, had an eventful birthday.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, if we want to go into the rest of that.
0: So then you um, get robbed?
1: Stuff. Yeah, I got robbed too. What the hell? Uh, uh, those electricians? Stop. Well, who else was in my house?
0: Uh, what happened? <laughs>
1: Well, so, you know, my dad was like, hey, you know, just check up on them, see, you know, that they're doing their stuff. I was like, okay, well, I hear them drilling through, like, the concrete of my foundation. So, sounds like they're pretty busy at work. They're probably not robbing me while they're drilling through my house.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, oh, it's been quiet for five minutes. just go downstairs and, uh, you know, I got to put some glasses away downstairs. I'll just kind of go check it out. Okay, whatever. Chatting with the guys a bit here and there. Seemed like good guys. I was like, alright, cool. So, yeah, you know, I kinda of periodically looked around to see if there's anything noticeable value missing, anything big that they might just walk out with into the truck. Nothing I can really see, you know, I can't they're here for six hours. I'm not just gonna sit here and stare at them for six hours. Right. So they leave early afternoon. it's about uh four thirty, and I was like, you know what? I got some time before I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna go downstairs and Play a game on my Xbox, just picked up the new Star Wars Battlefront, why not? So I fire up the Xbox. Go to play Star Wars. Are you sure you own this game? Yes, I'm quite sure. I was playing it the other day. You may need to reinstall this game. No, nope, that doesn't really. I was like, ah, oh, maybe something weird happened and there was like an update that didn't like go through and I gotta re-update it or whatever, so I, you know, it was a digital download, I go. Uh, look at my games, and it says I have zero games installed. Is it the one that, that's not true. Probably got about 15. And I go click on ready to install. Well, every game that I have is ready to install. I got dumped. So I'm looking at the like that whole games and apps page, and it says you're using 4% of your capability. You have 350 gigabytes of memory left. I was like, no, I have like two and a half terabytes of memory left because I have an external hard drive.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I was like, you know what? Maybe the external hard drive, like, for some reason, like, it's, like, not powered up, but maybe I got to unplug it and plug it back in and it's not powered for whatever reason. So I walked over, <clears throat> oh, yeah, the light's not lit on the power- on the hard drive. That's weird. So I went to unplug it, and there's no cord attached to my external hard drive. Okay. So they stole the cord to my external hard drive.
0: That that doesn't sound right.
1: You're right. I was confused too. I don't believe it. <laughs> well, you know, I can bring the computer over here. We're on Skype and I can show you how there's a lack of cord.
0: Somebody else took the cord out.
1: Oh well, yeah? Who? I don't know. I live with three other people. Why would why would why <laughs> Why would he, why would he, why would he? <laughs> yeah, that's about how I went through. And then there was some rage that overtook me a bit, because it's like, this is just a huge middle finger to me.
0: It's just a USB cable.
1: Uh, it's a little more than just a USB cable, because it actually has two prongs on the end. They're fused together into one lead, but it's not just the normal micro thing. It's got two separate pieces to it.
0: That's strange. It's a
1: funky little thing.
0: but I have a hard time believing that they would take that and why they would take that
1: you know what I've been going through that same thing for the last 18 hours or wherever it was um I have no explanation for why they would do it all I know is that on Sunday night I was playing on the Xbox so the cord was there and on Monday afternoon I couldn't play on my Xbox because the cord was no longer there
0: have you approached anybody else that lives in your home Oh, yeah,
1: all three of them, immediately.
0: And nobody took the cord. Again,
1: why would they take the cord?
0: I find it more likely that one of your family members is trying to mess with you than that the electrician stole the cord to your hard drive.
1: (laughs) I would agree with you, too, except for one of two things. It's not April Fool's. It's my birthday, which is in November. And two, they saw murder in my eyes, and I feel like the joke probably ended there.
0: This is strange. Al. I feel like you're gonna. I feel like the cable is gonna show up. How I don't know. I feel like somebody. Somebody took it as a joke. Here, here's what happened. They saw the murder in your eyes, became terrified, and the, the, the cord will just miraculously reappear in the same manner in which it disappeared. Well,
1: it's still not there now, and I think to considering
0: I. Was I like, I just okay. can't. I can't imagine unless. Like here's the pro- here, Here's what's crazy. If that is something that they did, these guys are sociopaths. <laughs> that's yes. that's out of control. That's weird.
1: <laughs> it's the stupidest thing in the world because it's not something <laughs> I can miss. It, it ceases to work when there's no longer a cord there. <laughs> like if oh they had taken God. the whole hard drive, it would have made more sense.
0: That see, also, I I thought that's where it you were been going. Worth money then, right? You know, I thought that's where you're going. Oh, oh, I could use a hard drive. I could see that. That seems like a thing that someone would steal.
1: Or even, it's small, I can slip it around my pocket, and I can sell it for 100 bucks easy.
0: You know, honestly, not. It, why wouldn't you just take their, the Xbox? Yeah, that too. I, also, I, slightly more noticeable. <laughs> I can't. I just can't believe it.
1: <laughs> well, all I know is my dad was like, I think I have to call the company because they have to come back and do more work this week. Hmm. And, like, once you've been robbed, you don't really want those people coming back into your house. Ooh. So the joke ends there, you know?
0: What if, if it, it was, was a joke? test to see if you notice the cord is missing, and if you don't bring it up, they take the Xbox next week?
1: <laughs> well, no, they're going to probably be back tomorrow, so tomorrow I will literally just be sitting here staring at them.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. That's awkward. That's awkward. Yeah, you just, so, you, you own just, own I just see tonight. you standing behind them the whole time. Did you take my cable? Did you take my cable?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, I'm trying to decide. Well, because my dad was like, well, do you want me to call the company? And I was like, well, you don't know not because when we tell them that they've robbed us, these two guys are working on this job that we paid them, like, $2,000 for. Um, and then the guy says, oh, well, I'll get rid of those guys. And then those guys get mad, and they come back with a gun, and they shoot me over the $5... USB cord that I just ordered online today. Doesn't seem too great of a thought process to go through.
0: It's a lot of wild speculation happening over there.
1: Sure. Um, but I people have been shot over less. Fair. Uh, so, no, it's just going to be one of those things where uh, the guys are going to show up and I'm going to be like, hey, guys, I thought we had a good time chatting the other day. I let you know about a potential poison gas that was coming to kill us. I offered you shelter in my house. We're paying you a lot of money to do work. I asked you guys if you wanted coffee, even, while you were working. And then you stole my cable for God knows what reason, because I, I don't know what you could possibly so
0: do. So your plan is to confront them about the cable?
1: Oh, yeah, just be like, guys, listen, I don't care. I ordered a new one. It's five bucks, and I don't, want the, you know, I don't even want the five bucks from you guys. Just like, don't steal shit from us, okay?
0: Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear next week how this went down. Yeah. This is going to be fun. This is going to be the new this is the new segment. What's missing from Al's house? <laughs> God, I hope next time it's just like one of the guys from the foosball table. Like just one. <laughs> no,
1: see the thing is that would be funny. Yeah. That would be a funny fest.
0: It's like that old, the old Cooks skit. What the hell did they take? <laughs> You're gonna be wondering forever. Oh my god. Well, exactly.
1: My dad was like, "Oh, now we gotta like check out like the basement, and see if they took anything else." I was like, "Well, I mean, like the refrigerator's still there. Like the TV's there. Like uh, if they, I was like, they, maybe they walked into your workshop and took a screwdriver, because, like, like your saw is there. Like your ratchet set. That that was the thing I was looking out for because it was sitting out. It's like a two hundred dollar ratchet set. It's all in nice one big container." It's easy to grab that by the handle and walk
0: out to your van. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, You're certain just, there's no cable back there? We've gone off track. This is this has gone on way too long. We're checking back in on this next week. We're moving on. To, on way too we're moving on to MoviePass because there's news. Oh, there is news. There is news. But it cease to work. Al. Still works. It still works. But it gets more interesting. There's actual news on this front. Oh, okay. Not only does it work, I get an email from them. Thank you so much for your support. (laughs) To show you our appreciation for your feedback and all your patience with use these past couple of months and for being an early MoviePass adopter, we're giving you first dibs on the new annual plan that's launching for a limited time only ahead of the holidays. 6 Ninety-five
1: a month. <laughs> oh, I got an email something like that too. One of our uh, one of our biggest fans forwarded me an email about there being a holiday special deal. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, like, I'm pretty I was sure
0: I, the emails just came out like probably a day before for folks but that I'm, already have it.
1: He's not. Sorry, I'm having a <laughs> conversation with someone who I told not to have a conversation with me while I'm on the air.
0: Hey, Uncle <laughs> Pete. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, he's not he's not uh, um, yeah, so you know, if you want to scoop that up, that's a hell of a deal. It's a hell of a deal already. Here's the thing: this is this is what's happening right now. They're like, ah, oh, crap, this plan's not working. <laughs> so everybody's gonna buy this year plan, and they're just gonna fold up. <laughs> that's that's what's next. <laughs> Be on okay. the lookout. Well, I
1: already saw. I didn't realize how expensive, like how long this has been around for, and that there was already. Like it was really expensive, and then they dropped it down to like whatever you bought in at. Right. It was like fifty dollars a year or something like that, or, or that, not fifty dollars a month or something, something stupid. It was some crazy number that it was like five times whatever it is now.
0: Right. <laughs> well, that's crazy, though. I I was considering upgrading just so I mean it, it makes sense for me. I, I might as well just do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. But uh, hey, it works, and it works at the movie theater by me. So hey, that's great. That's
1: I've just been lazy and I haven't gone onto the site and seen what like theaters they work with because I just I'm not gonna buy it until I'm 100 percent sure it'll work on one that's close to me. Mm,
0: fair. Um, so you can like I said I, like early on you can only use it for um you're only able to use it for like a standard movie ticket which is you know great that's fine that's totally fair. Um, when I went to see Justice League I saw it in IMAX and the IMAX ticket it obviously does not work for because it's like a premium ticket. That is, yeah. at the theater that I went to, I think it was $21? Holy shit. Yeah, it was, it was up there. Now, a couple of things. I saw it in 3D. Did you?
1: Not by choice, but I did. Okay.
0: Yeah, I uh, I, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I just I can't that stand it. it's fine. It's fine. it's getting better. I promise you yeah. that if this was in 3D, it would not have been good. Because what I was about to get to is that the IMAX screen was out of focus, and I noticed oh, I'm it out. immediately. And the only reason I noticed it, I'm, I'm looking at the text on the screen, and I could see that it's out of focus. And because I knew it was out of focus, I was able to notice it on other scenes, which drove me crazy.
1: If I went to IMAX and the screen was out of focus, I would have got up right in the middle of the movie and walked up and been like, "Stop Al, the movie!"
0: Al, here's the thing.
1: Fix it because I spent twenty fucking dollars on a movie tickets. Well, this is where this is
0: where, where the story comes in. I spent twenty one dollars on the ticket, printed the ticket. Nobody ripped the ticket. (laughs) There was nobody. There was there was literally no person to interact with when I got to the theater. I went to the kiosk. I think I did the same thing. I printed the ticket and I walked in. There was nobody there, so like I could return it. I guess if I'm that upset about it.
1: Wait! 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 I don't think returning a ticket works the same way that returning other items
0: works. You can, get, you can get
1: the
0: refund on the ticket. I don't think that's how that works. It does. I've done it before <laughs> because I've, I've not gone and I've refunded it. All
1: right.
0: But I would honestly, I don't really care. I'm not one. I'm not doing it. That's so we're not going to find out whether or not it works. <laughs> Two, if I was to refund it, I wouldn't want the money back. I just want another ticket. That would be it. Um. But I, I don't really, again, I don't really care. It was just an odd, it was just odd. Like, I walked in, and I was like, I got my ticket, and I walked in, and I went to the theater. And I looked around, <laughs> and I looked. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I walked, I walked into the theater. I walked out of the theater. <laughs> I walked into the theater. I double-checked <laughs> that I was at the right one. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I, I walked all the way in. And uh, sat down, I was like, I feel like I'm, I feel like there's nobody working here today. <laughs> I don't understand. What to... Is the movie going to start?
1: I don't know. <laughs> All bets are off. I've had that experience before, too, where I, like, I went into the theater and there was, like, three other people there. And it's, like, 9.30 movie, and it's 9.35, and, like, the trailers haven't started. And it's like, mm. oh, they forgot that yeah. <laughs> we here to start the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah, so... Um... But did you you just saw it in like a in, just in three D, not IMAX or anything like that? Yes. Now we've been to a couple movies in IMAX together, right? We've seen yes. Star Wars. We've seen. Did we see Logan
1: Dunkirk? in IMAX? Dunkirk.
0: Dunkirk. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, Logan. It was that IMAX.
0: I think it was because we. The reason that was be the only reason that we went Kirk to that theater. One, so it
1: wasn't like a full size one.
0: It was like a half size one.
1: Yeah, it was, like, the it, it was a bigger screen, but it wasn't the curved, like, full-size
0: one. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was basically the minimum threshold for IMAX. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: so, yeah, Logan, Star Wars, and Dunkirk.
0: And I guess, the, so that theater that we saw Logan in, uh, that, I th- I'm pretty sure the IMAX ticket there is, like, 16 bucks. Right. Whatever. No big deal. I don't really. Sense. Honestly, I I
1: don't, screen, so.
0: I, yeah. I don't really care. And honestly, I don't really care that I pay twenty dollars for it. I love the movies. I'm okay with paying for them, and I'm not. I'm. I'm not worried about it. <laughs>
1: no, but I would be pissed if I spent twenty dollars on it and I might stick it, and the fucking thing was out of out of the focus. The
0: thing I, is, it's like it's it's out of focus for someone like me.
1: I mean, out of focus is out of focus. It, no, it's, the
0: thing. Breeze, I, I, I I promise you, it wasn't that. Like, it really, really wasn't that bad. But just because I noticed it, I was able to see it on different, like, on certain scenes. But it, 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 it was fine. But um, my point is, like, IMAX is nuts. <laughs> this is really where, where I'm going with that. Aside from, aside from the out-of-focus issue, there's cert- I mean, I've been, to, I've been to some of them where it's just like, okay, this is cool. Um, this is great. Some of them have really, really well-done speaker systems. And that's really the point, like, that that's part of the whole experience, is that they're done. The thing is, they're just, they're not made equal.
1: Yeah. And, and the that, one we saw Dunkirk in, that, that
0: was legit. That was out of control. The one that we saw Dunkirk in, like, we, we talked about this, like, my heart stopped. <laughs> like, it was pretty short. <laughs> well, it didn't stop, it just
1: synced up to the fucking soundtrack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good god, I'm gonna die. Um, this one, the sound was was decent. It wasn't. It was uh, it was one of those ones where the sound is. It's just loud. It's not that it's better. It's just like it's turned up to eleven. Like it's it's not stupid.
1: not the Sonos,
0: but it, right. But it was like one of those Atmos Atmos. That's Atmos. it was. It's one of those things though where the screen is. It, it's like it's the it's the right size for an IMAX screen. Like it was. They they revamped this theater. Like I hadn't been to it in a while, and they they upgraded. They went assigned seats, which is just key. If you're going to see an IMAX theater, because I'm not buying an IMAX ticket and sitting on the side. You can go to hell. Um, <laughs> you should just go to hell and die. Uh, <laughs> so I got, you know, seat right in the middle. Perfect. And it dawned on me. I was like, this, like, they did it. they Whatever they did to fix this theater, because I had been in this particular one before. I was like, they, I don't know what, like, how you manage this. But, well... Bravo! (laughs) Like I was just like, if you look, like you could you could turn your head a little bit to the left and right, and still be fully immersed in the screen. Wow! Yeah, like it was bananas. (laughs) And the the only time the only time other than this that I had that experience where it was like this, I'm pretty sure this is the upper limit. It's a bell curve because you get the theater that we were in to see Logan, and then you get the peak for the screen. Which mm-hmm. is where this, which is where this theater was, and then you, then you start to go downhill when you go to the Liberty Science Center, which is where I saw *The Dark Knight Rises*, and it's the dome, and it actually is wrapped around you, and you just like it hurts my face, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too much. <laughs> but um, I think it made the experience for this movie better.
1: Okay.
0: And uh... well,
1: anything that would upgrade this experience is probably something you'd want
0: fair fair um the 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 real the real reason i wanted to bring this up though is just like you, you, how do you feel about this like is, is it kind of silly that it's that there the experience is different based on theater
1: yes uh, it's kind of ridiculous i mean if you're going to say just between a traditional screen and a and a full on imax is going to be substantially different like understandable but within class of thing like standard ticket standard ticket you know, IMAX, IMAX, you would want consistency in those right. sorts of things.
0: Yeah. I, it just it just doesn't seem right. And I'm going to apologize in advance because the, the theater that we're seeing Star Wars in the second time is the one that we saw Logan in. So I don't think they've revamped that one since. So it's it's just like, I feel like it's just entry-level IMAX for that.
1: That's alright. As long as the experience on the first time is oh, good. Yeah. That's all it matters.
0: Yeah. Pro tip: If you're going to see, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're going to see it, right? I mean, (laughs) uh, otherwise, why, why are you seriously write us? Why are you here? Um, But uh, that, um, we, you see that movie the first time in 2D. There's no, there's no questions about this.
1: Okay.
0: I will not accept it if you go see it in 3D the first time.
1: Well, I'm following your lead, man.
0: You bought the tickets. Yeah, I know. You you don't have a choice. I will shepherd you to the right theater. <laughs> because that 3D shit is garbage. <laughs> uh, it, actually- you know, actually,
1: it didn't bother me with Justice League, although I do have issues with it because like, I wear contacts. Mm-hmm. And the lenses don't always sync up with the 3D glasses.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: But it's like a catch-22 because if I don't wear the contacts... I don't have that issue, but I also don't see as
0: well.
1: Right. <laughs> and I have trouble focusing on the screens sometimes without the uh, the contacts, so...
0: Fair. Yeah. I, gotta I, pick my point. I, I would say, though, that what I was... This was another thing that I was super happy about was uh, my friends had bought the tickets to see this, and then I, I tagged along later on because I had other plans, but and then they fell through. But um, I went to go... I, I bought the tickets, and I was like, oh, no, like, they're, oh, you're going to the IMAX one. I was like, okay fine but i'll you know i'll I'll pony up the money because i know that i just figured that it was going to be 3d because usually the imax theaters that are also a movie that is playing in both standard and imax they usually and it has 3d the imax version is usually the 3d one as far as my experiences have been Um, okay this one wasn't the last few showings (laughs) of the day were standard in imax and i was like oh Oh, well, now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you, you've got the best of both worlds. Now, if you put me in... So the theater that we go to for, where we saw Logan and <coughs> where we're going to go see Star Wars and IMAX, they have an Atmos theater in there. If you put that speaker system in this IMAX theater, I think you'll melt. <laughs> it's it's It would be nuts. <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: Could you imagine having seen Wonder Woman in the Atmos when they did that theme song that you hate so much, uh, and, and <laughs> your soul
0: it would reconfigure the beat of my heart and it would just be like, me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, lose my mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um, let's get into it. Yeah, man. Justice League. Here's the thing.
1: I didn't hate it. <laughs> and, but there's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, so the crazy thing is um, I because my expectations for this movie were so low, I was pleasantly surprised. Now, let's not get it twisted. This is not a good movie. Fair. Um, it is not, not the equivalent of Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. It is better than those movies. Yep. It's at its best, it's average. It does not hit its best very often during the course of it.
0: Right.
1: It is, um, it's a stupid movie. It's It's big and dumb and bad, but sometimes it's kind of fun. Yep. So I can tolerate bad and stupid if you're at least letting me have fun. Yeah. Because Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Men didn't let me have fun very often. So they were just bad and stupid. <laughs> and soul-crushing.
0: <laughs> yeah. theres I agree 100% with what you're saying. There's also, the on top of it though, for the fans, there are a couple of pretty cool things that are peppered in there.
1: Oh, sure. There's a fun nod here and there. There's a couple of good lines. There's some funny stuff. There's Easter eggs and teasing and stuff going forward. But the thing is... So as far as the quote-unquote Justice League goes, taking Batman versus Superman, the Dawn of Justice, to Justice League, it is a step forward. Yep. Not good, but it is a step forward. Yep. But when you look at the landscape of DC at large, it's a step backwards because it is significantly worse than Wonder Woman.
0: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Um yeah, there's, I don't think there's any... There's no arguing that. It is... It, Wonder Woman is in a league of its own.
1: As far as DC goes.
0: Yeah. Like, that movie, it stands apart from these. It is excellent. And then... Here's the thing. Like, it's... it It's a step in the right direction if Wonder Woman didn't come out.
1: Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. This, the, the progression of the league together, of the connectivity... Yeah. ...is a step forward, but... The DC universe at large, it is most certainly not. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree, and we talked. We've talked about this a little bit, but a lot of it feels to me like here's like if you talk about Wonder Woman, right? And Wonder Woman was so good. Wonder Woman was an origin story, right? We were getting, we were learning about the character. Uh, we were getting in depth with this one particular character, and we were, you know, we had this this pretty cool story around it, and uh, it was just the execution was what like it was perfection, like the way they did it was they they really nailed it. Um the problem with with uh, with the problem of batman versus superman <laughs> and, and like going into this whole whole series wait 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 wait,
1: wait, wait. you said the problem singular
0: the main the, one of the main things that is a problem okay. with, that honestly i do believe kind of leads to pretty much every other problem in the series is that you're jumping into a point where you're you're saying these characters are established but they're not they are established for fans in a sense. We know who Batman is. We know who these characters are. But in your universe, in your cinematic universe, they're not established. They're yeah, we're you- gonna
1: have to. We'll get into that, I think, more once we lift the veil. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a, one character in particular that that is what resonated most strongly with me. For okay, um, uh, I felt that way about Aquaman. Sure. I, I'll. We'll get into it more after, I guess. But um, no, I totally get what you, where you're coming from with right. that.
0: And, and like, here's the thing. It's
1: like, it's what you're saying. Is it's this, the mo- reason. One of the biggest re- reasons this movie doesn't work is because Batman vs Superman didn't work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're building a house on a faulty foundation.
0: Right, and it's 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 a problem. And but they're too invested to go back. And I under I understand the business. I understand like they probably can't do it without risks. But that if you really look at it, that's why Wonder Woman works. It's better. It's like okay, we don't have to. We're not tied to this crap. We're, we're we're bringing this character up, and you are so much more connected with her in this movie than you are with any of the other characters because you have that background.
1: Well, yeah, the reason Wonder Woman worked, you're right, is because they said we're distancing ourselves from that as much as we possibly can. Right. Um. Uh. I'm, I'm gonna slightly disagree with you about that, though. Um. And this is something I was gonna say more after the spoiler, but without spoiling it here, I can say you know. Wonder Woman is the one you probably care the most about because you liked her in her movie, mm-hmm. but they utterly wasted her character. They so. did
0: not do her justice. No, they didn't. <laughs> um, not do her justice. <laughs> <laughs> not in digital, that was one of the best, worst, happy accident.
1: <laughs> cheesiest line in the fucking movie. That? Uh, we'll
0: get into that. Oh yeah, we'll get into that. But uh, so here's what my point though is that, you know, we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but DC jumped in as if um, they they jumped into their Avengers movie, right? Yes. That's basically what they did. The, they tried to
1: catch up right. in one year for five years of background that Marvel did.
0: Right, and it's done so. Marvel did it so well, and they're like, it's it's literally like they took their time. It's like, oh, ensemble cast. That's what we need to do. Stop! Stop! Just stop. do. Just take. If you're gonna, if you're gonna follow them. Follow them. <laughs> Do it the right way.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, well, before we got the Avengers, we got a Hulk movie, mm-hmm. an Iron Man movie, a Captain America movie, a Thor movie. We were introduced to Black Widow in Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. And we were introduced to, um, pardon, I was, Hawkeye in Thor 1, right?
0: Yeah, Thor?
1: We We knew our whole... No. Yeah. He was in Thor. He was um when uh when Thor's hammer got separated from him, they built up a thing around it, he was working the security there. It's a small role, but he's there.
0: Oh. Wow. Oh Jesus. Wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
1: That I movie mean, came out ten years ago. Yeah.
0: Like, <clears throat> right. Eight years ago. They they built a foundation. <laughs>
1: yeah, we met the entirety of the main cast. Uh, Hell, we even met the main villain in another movie.
0: And See, and that's the thing, They the only person that we got, a, we got Man of Steel. And Man of Steel was, you like it better more than I do, but Man of Steel was okay. It's
1: still not good, it's just better than everything that's not one. Woman.
0: Right, no, fair. Um, but Man, it's okay, and we didn't get anything Batman in this universe. Yet, we're going Which,
1: to. Actually, that was probably the only smart, strategic move they've made. We've seen the origin of Batman eighty-seven times.
0: True. Um, I do think that they're, <laughs> they they skipped too far ahead, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could have given us more than they've given either,
0: us. Either either they skipped too far ahead, they, or they, they, they all. yeah, like e- either they skipped too far ahead, or they just they they're just not. The, the thing is, they're trying to make him. They're trying to make him the focus of these two movies, Batman v Superman, and and like like a, he's the leader in a way, but. Well, the
1: funny thing about that is, actually, yeah. I didn't think about this a hundred percent until in the time afterward. I was talking about the movie a little bit with someone today. Um, you've, if you've been following these movies, you're aware of the rumors that Ben Affleck may not be long for this universe, right? Uh, as Batman, not Ben Affleck, the living being. Uh, <laughs> Good God! Good God. <laughs> I just realized that I almost killed Ben Affleck. Um, but. It's pretty apparent looking back on this movie, and we can talk about it more past the spoilers, but he's not going to be Batman much longer, man. One, no. maybe two more movies.
0: No, we'll get it. Um,
1: we'll get The Batman, and maybe one more Justice League.
0: Maybe. Maybe both of those things. Maybe not.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, they've already changed what's going to happen with The Batman a yeah. couple of times, but it seems like he, he's likely to be in that
0: movie. Well, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what happens.
1: They finished the script. They're gonna get started working on it pretty
0: soon. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, do you? Is there do you, anything particularly? I mean, they're, they're, obviously this movie is flawed. Um, I did. Now we've
1: given everyone our take on the the fifty thousand foot view of this movie. Right. It's time to take the time to get the spoilers.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say if you're if you're invested at all in the DC universe, you'll you you'll just see it. You know. You. It's, it's you know, it's it's what you got right now.
1: <laughs> this movie, I've been saying in the the lead up to this a few times that Wonder Woman kept me around, but this movie was going to have to do a good job. It didn't really do the job to keep me around, but it wasn't the train wreck that those other movies we have mentioned was. Right. So I suppose I'm interested to see Aquaman, just to see if that's a thing that they can do by breaking out and doing these individual movies, uh. but... Even that, we'll get to it post-spoilers with some of the stuff that I want to talk about with Aquaman specifically. Yeah. Are I don't we, know how much reason I have to care to see Aquaman.
0: Are we getting Aquaman before Flash?
1: Yeah, Aquaman oh. is done with principal photography. Flash oh,
0: Christ. Photography. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's lift the veil then. It's done. Spoiler time. We're getting into it. We're not holding back. Make it sound. Um, the Do you want to start there? Because otherwise, I could start at the beginning because I've got something. But we can start with Aquaman uh, if you'd like.
1: I mean, we're here. Yeah, So. Uh, promotional material, all the lead up, you know, Aquaman looks like he's gonna be a badass, we're supposed to, we're supposed to grab on Aquaman, people, some people like, act like it's Batman, some people don't, most people seem to like Wonder Woman, people are torn on Superman, who is the worst kept secret in the world that he's coming back to life in this movie. Right, it's like, it's,
0: they're trying to make it like it's a shocking surprise that it's happening, I'm like, Which, No. no. <laughs>
1: Which, you know what, we sorry, slight digression here, you know, we talk about it all the time, trailers that lie to us or trailers that reveal too much, yeah and if you watch Batman for Superman at the end, when you see the levitating rocks, you know he's coming back. Right. Then they have a trailer where Jeremy Irons says, they told me you were coming, and it's What was
0: that coming. scene?
1: <laughs> it wasn't in the fucking movie I after know. all like, <laughs> that, so that! why is they so put it in the fucking trailer?
0: You know what, you know what's really, what was really distracting, was that three quarters of the way through the movie, we already know Superman's back, and I was like, ooh, That scene hasn't happened yet. Who else are we getting? Oliver Queen? Green Lantern?
1: Fuck, are you talking... You're going to make me digress again. (laughs) I have another thing here. So, if you look at all the posters for this fucking movie, it's five people. You add Superman in, he's six. Do you remember a year ago? I forgotten about this. A little over a year ago, through most of 2016 when they started promoing this movie, all their posters said Unite the Seven. We got six Justice League members in this movie, and no seventh member in the post-credit scenes.
0: Oh, I don't remember that.
1: Look it up. You can look it up now. You can look it up after.
0: Unite There's the Seven?
1: This 18... Yeah, look up the words Unite the Seven. There's 18 different posters involving the Justice League that say the words Unite the Seven. And in 2017, that no longer existed anymore. So someone clearly got cut out of this movie. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. <laughs>
1: Um, how embarrassing is that? Because that that was the thing, is I heard there was two I, I avoided it at all costs before I so saw the movie I just looked up to see how many um, post-credits there was going to be, I said there was going to be two I heard everyone loved the second one Some people were saying that it was the best part of the movie which is fucking an indictment of the movie, obviously and even worse when you're someone like me, who I thought that the second post-credit scene was like, eh, it was fun I figured one of the two post-credit scenes was going to be the seventh member like, oh, we didn't have room for him in this movie so we're right. introducing him here that didn't happen.
0: Right at that point, I was like, "Okay, this, this." I thought the post-credit scene was going to be that scene from the trailer.
1: Oh, when they told me you were coming, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. No, that that scene obviously in the original cut of this movie was him talking to Superman.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they, I think they must have rejiggered how they were going to bring him back to life.
0: But it's possible. But the, the other possibility is like they might have had. There might be a director's cut with more, or there might be uh, from a lot of these things that I'm seeing, like fan art and stuff like that. The seventh person is a Green Lantern, um, which I, is I, I'm not. I don't know the history of Justice League. Assumption so. Considering he
1: was in that flashback scene,
0: right? And uh, that was great. We'll get to that later. That was that was really cool. Yes, I, I enjoyed that. But
1: um, oh, sorry, going back, we've gone way off topic. Let's get to Aquaman. All these things that are issue. See, I forgot about the Unite the Seven. Someone brought it up, it was like, "Oh yeah, there's going to be a seventh member." That's probably one of the post credits. I was like, "I don't remember that being one of the posters." I was like, yeah, it's been one of the posters. So I looked up the posters. and I was like, "It just says Unite the League." So then I looked up Unite the Seven and saw all these. It was the progression of the trail of the posters over the last eighteen months, and the first six months of that is that's the posters. Unite the Seven. Right.
0: Like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm got, not familiar with the source material for Justice League, so it's possible. I. Yeah, I, I mean, I just assume. I know a
1: bit of Marvel and I know less of DC. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, let's get back to Aquaman. Sorry, I just that all had to happen. That's fine. Um, (laughs) um, So Aquaman, we're supposed to we're supposed to buy into Aquaman. We're supposed to. Jason Momoa is cool. He's edgy. He's tough. He's a tough guy. He's an alpha male. I don't give a shit about Aquaman after that
0: movie. Yeah, I uh, I agree. My note here says they tried so hard to not make Aquaman lame that they just didn't do anything with him.
1: I said I was sold to like Aquaman, but why? Right. Like we get the beginning. It seemed close to what the trailers were indicating. Right. He's tough. He's brooding. He's got one or two darkly funny lines, right? You know what I mean? Or like dry comedic lines. Like okay. I can buy into that. That's kind of where he's going. We're not really seeing much other than him taking his shirt off a lot. And I mean, it was pretty badass watching him walk into the ocean while slugging back Jim Beam. But like, <laughs> I mean, so I was watching with uh, with my brother and two of my friends, uh, friends we've mentioned on this podcast before, Alex and Vicky. Vicky was a huge fan of Jason Momoa lacking a shirt, which I can understand. Fair. Um I-, I wish I looked like Jason Momoa. I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, but that was the biggest takeaway from this movie was he looks good without a shirt.
0: Yeah, it was weird, man.
1: Because they just jacked up his character all over this fucking movie because he's this dark, brooding guy in the beginning of the movie and then he's cracking ridiculous, like, bad jokes later on. and like, So there's an awkward tone shift in the character and I don't know who he is
0: now. I, I, I agree. I also there's there so you like you said you get the the brooding Jason Moe in the beginning and then you get at the end when during all the fight sequences there's this really Disjointed yell that he does throughout. Are you drinking from a growler? Is that what's happening
1: now? Are you done There's with no your other beer? Man, this is audio only.
0: There's no video. Okay. Uh, so and then later on, he's, when he's like during the fights, you just hear him like making these like weird yells as he's jumping through the sky and hurting things, and it's like wah, and it's completely it just does not fit his him at all. No. Right in the middle there was a sweet spot though. Right in between all that, when they when one woman had the lasso of truth on. And that scene got me to crack up a little bit. <laughs>
1: no, that was a funny scene. Yeah. But it still doesn't fit with whatever character that no. maybe they were selling you on at the beginning or in the end like Right. So yeah, he was I, I it seemed like they were trying to really sell us on that and Aquaman I like a lot of people involved in the Aquaman movie. Yeah. Um I don't know I know I know the name of the director is James Wan, I think. I don't off the top of my head, I don't know anything he's done. Um, but I like a bunch of the actors and actresses who are being hired to it and also like Amber Heard is Mira in this movie Um, props to her for being the one Atlantean who actually registered an attack on Steppenwolf that mattered but she fucked him up with bubbles yep Um, I don't I don't know what is that how that's supposed to
0: work (laughs) what are we doing I don't know I don't know. I, I I just I just agree with you. I got I got nothing. I don't I don't understand. I he he we just I guess we were just introducing him. And here again, we're introducing a character that we have no background on. <laughs> yeah. Which is just it's infuriating to me. <laughs> you no. can't skip ahead. You don't get the Avengers movie <laughs> until you've put in the groundwork. <laughs> yeah, you gotta earn
1: the Avengers, it's
0: not getting uh. And actually let's talk about that for a minute too.
1: Because it, again, it took me a little bit of like processing this movie over the last, you know, forty eight hours, like another reason I didn't love this movie, do you realize you've seen this movie at least two times before?
0: I've seen you realize, it. That,
1: this, you realize that this movie is just the Avengers, right? Yeah. And also the original Transformers movie. <sighs> It's exactly
0: exact same movie. The box, everything just stops.
1: Yes. <laughs> Alien invader comes in to conquer your world by finding this MacGuffin that's just a box.
0: Right. And... No, 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 no. This is how they this is how they they redeem themselves in the room. They were like, so it's transforming There's three boxes. Ah! Ah! Yes, yes, yes. I see what you've done. Yeah. What did you think of the Flash, though? That's, my, that's where I want him to go next. Um,
1: well, my note here was that The Flash was the quote-unquote best character. Yep. Um, Ezra Miller was funny.
0: He was hysterical. Give credit yeah. where credit's due. <laughs> no,
1: he was really funny. Uh, I really didn't think much of that casting when I uh, when I saw that they chose him. Um, I mean, I liked him well enough in, in uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I didn't see that character translating into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, I didn't really think much of the casting originally. He was funny. He was entertaining. Yeah. Um, I-, I thought he embodied the character well, um, although I don't think that that's close to the typical Flash. I- I'm not an expert in DC stuff. I don't watch the Flash show. I've never read the Flash comics, so I don't know if it's quote-unquote true to the Flash character, but his lines tend to make me laugh in this movie, but... Yeah. His character doesn't fit the movie, really.
0: He's the comic relief.
1: I guess so. It's just I, uh, I don't know. But because uh, he had this like joyous sense of wonder and stuff like that, that just yeah. didn't fit with the movie. Well,
0: yeah, he's like just a kid, it seems. You right? And he, he, but he was he was really funny though, and like the.
1: No, you know, that I I enjoyed him for sure. He and... just doesn't fit the movie.
0: Right, like, I would, you know, was obviously not, not his problem at all. Like, he, he clearly, like, this was the way, like, the, the character was meant to be, and he nailed it. Like, he was... Oh,
1: definitely, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm not, I'm but not there's, trying to detract from his performance at all. I,
0: I gotta say though, when he... <laughs> there's, there's some lines in the movie that are really stupid, but then there's some lines that are so stupid that they're hysterical. Which is like
1: wow, uh, it's a cave and like Batman, bat. <laughs> <laughs> but then,
0: but not not only does he say that, which got me to laugh, but then after that, he's zipping through the room and he's just like doing things, and like he just like stops and he's sitting in the Batmobile. <laughs> it just yes. the, like the pure joy on his face. It's just so good.
1: <laughs> which like is actually I guess quite similar to the way, um, what's his name? Michael Sarah as Robin in Lego Batman. Yeah, went through his like montage of scenes like in the the
0: Batcave. Mm-hmm. It was pretty oh. much the same thing.
1: Hello, yeah. secret camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it the other day. It's on HBO. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah, I'd like um, to. I'd like to check yeah, that Yeah, I don't know. It just
1: like he was funny, definitely. Um, it just didn't fit the movie.
0: That's fair. Uh, he was. One thing that I that thought was clever, like so, they they stuck also, with it. He runs like an idiot. Yes, okay, I got that written down right here. So we like he's he's awkward. We get it. Uh, he's clumsy. We they they he trips like eighteen times in this movie, yeah. <laughs> right? But then the the arm flailing while he runs is just too far.
1: <laughs> Not just the arm flailing. The arm flailing was egregious, but. His legs are flailing, too. Yes. It is the least economical run I've
0: ever seen. There's, uh, I don't know if you've watched Friends or if you're, uh, if you're familiar with the characters enough, but there's, a, there's an episode of Friends where Phoebe and Rachel decide that they're going to go running together. And Phoebe starts running, and Rachel gets embarrassed and doesn't run, want to run with her. And it is because she runs like he. I'm pretty sure she was the model for how he runs in this movie. She just like starts she literally just starts windmilling her arms and and like her legs are flailing outwards as she's running and it's that's what he looks like and it's really his, funny. His
1: running style was the running equivalent of Elaine's dancing. <laughs> on Sunfield. Well done. Well done.
0: <laughs> but you know but he he really was funny. Um Could you
1: imagine how fast he'd be if someone taught him how to run? Oh
0: my god. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I I just want to rewind all the way to the beginning of this movie um, and talk about a couple of good things because we're we're hating on the movie pretty hard for a lot of aspects we're we're pointing out I a handful of have good a things.
1: Positive too. After your point, I'll get to it as well.
0: Sure. Um, the first thing that happened for me with this movie when it started up and I got really really excited about it um, and then it was quickly taken away from me, which is you know I should have expected that. Um, <laughs> but there's there's a really great homage to Burton's Batman at the beginning of this movie. Um, the way that the scene is shot on the roo- on the rooftop, there's uh, the way that they do, like, this, this off-angle view of the scene with, like, the city in the background, and everything's kind of skewed because the camera's tilted. That's very much, like, out of the opening of the 89 Batman movie. The way that he starts to dangle the guy off the roof, very just... It, it was just very reminiscent of when he's uh, in the original where he's holding... And I say the original because it's the original for me. I know it's not the Adam West Batman. It's the Tim Burton's yeah. 89 Batman is the first one that I saw. So that is my original. Uh, <laughs> so when he's holding the guy out by, by his neck and it's like, you know, I'm Batman. Like that whole thing. Like it, it was all of the way that that was shot and then like the score in the background and bringing Danny Elfman back for this, which was a pretty cool thing to have for a lot of this music... Um, that like it got me really excited. I was like, "Oh, like I don't know what they're doing. Like I don't know, are we are we playing with the idea that maybe this is in the same universe as the original movies? Uh, again, my original movies. Uh, are we like, or is it just is it just a throwback? Which is fine too. Which I think is is obviously seems to be what it is. Um, it was that was a lot of fun for me. It- yeah, I
1: didn't, I didn't read the whole story, but I did see kind of a snippet of something that Danny Elfman said in regards to this movie. How he thought it was important to bring back the original themes
0: from da, 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 those da, movies. Da. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, the funny thing is, I actually forgot about that, and then I heard it in the movie. I was like, well, yeah. oh, shit, that's like from the old movies." Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually, I, I had, I just heard, I hadn't read anything about it because I was really just staying away from the movie. Um, but when I, when I heard the music, I was like, because yeah, I, I listen to movie scores while I work. like it's just a cool way to focus um but like that's i love i love that theme and like just to hear it like kind of reprised in this in this movie was it was awesome um and and that scene like i said like i got this feeling of like oh like this is just like this feels like the 89 batman and it 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 would have felt more like that if it didn't open with a an actual song and just opened with a theme instead they they do this weird mixture of um remade rock songs throughout the movie and stuff like that. But then when they get into the orchestrated part of the movie, like that works for me. like I love that type of music in a movie like this like where the music is made to fit the scene. Yeah. Um, and we get now so we get that and then it gets a little over the top right with the with this alien thing cool fine i I get it. it's not the old one, but like it, it's cool to give me that. Then we get, and this is in the same. This is in the same topic. We get to uh, the next scene where we're seeing. Uh, we basically get introduced to Wonder Woman in this movie. Um, so the the these guys are going into, I guess, it's a school or whatever it is. But the way they're they're walking up the steps and they're shooting people and they're like they collapse. No, it was like it was like a museum bank. bank. Was it? I was it though? Because then there were like kids in a school later on in that. No, scene. that was a step,
1: that was at the end of the movie. That was different.
0: No, same scene.
1: No, when she becomes like a symbol, like that was, there was a different, no, it was completely different thing.
0: No, I'm, ta- I'm still talking about the beginning of the movie. Oh,
1: uh, Okay, I don't know. well what, you said later. So, no, when well, well, they're gonna I mean, blow, they're, when like they're like gonna blow floors the floors and countertops, which it's gotta be a bang.
0: yeah, but when he has the bomb open, isn't the room filled with kids?
1: It was a mixture of people.
0: Right. Uh, anyway, um, so whatever, wherever they are, not that's not the important part. What's important is that the the scene was very reminiscent to me of the Joker coming up the steps. um, I think it was City Hall or something like that in the 8-9 Batman. And the way that... Again, the way the music's playing and the way that the scene is progressing, I was like, this is awesome. Like, if we get a lot of this throughout the movie, I'm going to really enjoy this. And then it just... dies (laughs) dies <laughs> and they just stop doing that for the rest of the movie until like three quarters of the way through where we get the John Williams Superman for a second I'm like oh <laughs> they're doing it again and then they just stop again I'm like you guys are just taking me on this roller coaster and it's driving me mad
1: <laughs> well that plays into the whole thing where at times this very evidently was a movie made by two different people yeah which we've alluded to in the past and we know and, like, there's nothing you can do about this it wasn't it wasn't like one of these movies where studios interfered and they fired someone halfway through. Like this was unavoidable stuff, but like there was times where the scenes in this movie really you could see them because just jarring shifts in tone and, and like. Sure. I mean, it was and, and it wasn't just that sort of stuff because it, it plays into some of what you're talking about with the the score and like kind of the iconography of the older movies. You know what I mean? Like being reproduced in a newer setting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but. It plays into the whole thing with stuff like the awkward jokes, the changes in Aquaman's character throughout the affleck of the movie. Um, did we talk about it in one of the previous episodes? Did I talk about it with you? You're aware of what happened with Henry Cavill's face, right? No. You're not aware of this. It was a big, dude, it was a big, a big thing on the internet several months ago.
0: Is it, it? Does it have to do with why he looks like a cartoon? Yes. Okay, what happened?
1: So he's in, I think, Mission Impossible 6. He's, he was filming that. Okay. And they brought him back for reshoots, and there was a gracious exchanging of these two different studios. The guys in Mission Impossible 6 gave him back for a few weeks for them to do the reshoots. But the problem is, his character in Mission Impossible 6 has a mustache.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: and in his contract, he's not allowed to shave the mustache while he's shooting for Mission Impossible 6. <laughs>
0: So okay, that, that, ex- that does nervous. explain a lot. What? That does explain a lot. <laughs> yeah, so apparently some people didn't hear that story and didn't
1: notice the cartoony face. You didn't hear the story and noticed it and were confused by it. I was aware of this and hearing the story that what Warner decided to do was, well, rather than wait until he can shave and then do the shoots then, we'll just CGI his face and get rid of the mustache.
0: Oh my god. That's amazing. And
1: the very fucking first time you see him on screen, you're like, oh, what's wrong with Henry Cavill's face between his nose and his chin? Right. He looks fucking ridiculous in two-thirds of the scenes he's in, which he's not in that many scenes. So the majority of the time you see him on screen, his face looks retarded because he's got a mustache that they've
0: CGI'd away. Oh, my God. I can't. Believe, I, I had no idea. That, that does explain. That does explain it. Because I, I saw his when he the first, like you said, the first time he's on screen. I'm like, why, why is he fake? <laughs> What's happened here? <laughs> I, I, and again, at, at this point, I. You know what? It was whatever it was, that was just like okay just it's just another thing i don't really care i mean the rest of the the, the cg in the movie is, is pretty shitty so it doesn't really matter well that was a
1: separate note i had as well we can talk about that a little bit if we want but that's a consistent thing now since at the very least batman for superman
0: since the ninja turtle yeah yeah
1: and all the other things too but yeah okay. the, the cgi is just it's just out
0: of control but it's what's crazy is like there's like a handful of things that look fine like there's like that the giant walker bat machine thing looks kind of fine at, yeah. but with everything and else going need on to around it
1: for some shit like that you
0: know yeah Ah, oh, my god i don't i don't i just don't understand like i mean i could see a movie like um, that warcraft movie that came out looks great you know completely completely fake looks great just why <laughs> <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense now, but while I, what I was thinking of is, why why does he look like a cartoon? I don't, I don't understand, but I guess you, you've cleared that up for me, and I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. I come with the, the important I, information.
0: I had no idea that I was going to... I actually have this as a question. I'm just going to check that off. <laughs>
1: my my, uh, my note here that I checked off already was Henry Cavill's face. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah no um it's funny at the height of all this it's so blatantly obvious that his face there's something wrong with it and this movie is such a joke at times like it's funny because like I actually want to be like you know no no this movie overall is better than some of the trash that they force us to watch um but at other times if you just let yourself embrace the ridiculousness of this is like no, no no some of this is really bad still. they should have shot the movie and left his mustache but only in some of the scenes. Oh my god. How amazing would that have been? Oh my god. (laughs) Because then they're in on the joke. It's like, yep, it's pretty obvious that we have two different directors who've shot this across three separate instances of shooting. Everything is ridiculous. This is an absolute hodgepodge of ridiculous shit. You know what? Sometimes Superman has a mustache and sometimes he doesn't, and sometimes it's from one scene to the next.
0: Like that... (laughs) He's standing in the
1: cornfield and he has a mustache right now and then... Six seconds later he doesn't have a mustache. (laughs) That would have been better than the CGI ridiculousness.
0: Oh my god. I I just wish that they had done that. And like as people like would ask them about it, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Yes! It would have been (laughs) totally
1: on the joke. I would have forgiven them for fucking up 80% of the rest of the stuff that's going on. You know what? You fucked up. You know you fucked up. We're yeah. turning this around. We're in on the joke, guys. Right.
0: If you got the balls to do that, this movie becomes one of my top ten favorite movies of all
1: time. <laughs> I honestly would respect I would respect the hell out of that movie. It would have been horrific. It would have been so bad that it was good. Because this movie was so bad that it can't be good. But that would have made it so bad that it was good. Oh
0: my goodness. Oh my god, that's great. Oh man. <laughs> Must
1: oh my god,
0: it just makes so much more sense now. Um, I've got a question for you. Uh, we saw Wonder Woman, we loved it, we talked about this. I feel like she's way more powerful in this movie, and it's just not addressed at all.
1: Well, I mean, it can be addressed by the fact that it's a hundred years later,
0: yeah, it can be, it's not, (laughs) (laughs) which is part of the problem, but like, she, like. You know, she's she's running into rooms. She's dodging bullets. She's she's faster than bullets. What I was saying, she's, she's not dodging
1: bullets. She's running into the path of bullets while spinning and blocking the bullets right. with her hands.
0: Right. She is moving as fast as the flash in in many scenes in that opening sequence where she's just like on the left side of the room. Then she's on the right side of the room, and the guy that was there is no longer there because she just smashed him into a wall. And well, you don't cool. remember that she is a demigod, right? I like, get it. I get it. But it just. I I can I understand. <laughs> but there's no there's there's no progression there. There's no like just just give it a nod. Like uh you know, I got more powerful as time went on. Just anything, just rather than me just sitting there going,
1: Why why are you able
0: to jump so high? <laughs> when did that when did that become a thing?
1: You know, I'm actually okay with that. Um because like we know, it's hundred years later, like She's accustomed to her powers. I'm accustomed to her powers in this world. Like, I'm actually okay with it. It's show don't tell. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not buying it.
1: It's not like she showed up and now she had laser eyes. You know what I mean? It was just an a, it was just an appreciation of her talent. You know, okay. her talents that she had from the previous movie have gotten stronger. You know I, mean?
0: I, I all I, I just gotta say though it was just jarring for me because I, I it honestly feels like she was also way more powerful than if she was in Batman v Superman. Um, either that. Well, we also didn't. Get g- yeah, movie. we didn't get much of her. I I yeah, I get that. That's fair. <coughs> but it's just it would that was that was too. It was just she was all over the place in that scene. She was just like flying from side to side of the of the room. and was like oh, she's she's got super speed now. Cool. <laughs>
1: I kind of liked the fact that. She was really the only one who could kind of stand toe to toe with Steppenwolf yeah, before that was, Superman shows up.
0: That was cool. I liked that. Um, while we're on the topic of CG, Steppenwolf looked like shit. <laughs> that, that
1: was awful. Yeah, um, it wasn't good the whole time. Uh, he he was kind of pointless in this movie. Yeah,
0: the villain. He didn't drop. really have
1: much screen time, which is either because they didn't know what to do with him or didn't know how to do him like right. Yeah. Um, they completely and utterly wasted Kieran Hines' excellent talents.
0: It... I, I I just, yeah, he was he was just whatever. He was the thing they had to fight.
1: Also, to talk about something more interesting on the topic of Kieran Hines, who was uh, very good on Game of Thrones, although underused in that as well, another Game of Thrones alum in this movie, who we discussed showing up randomly a couple of weeks ago, and that's Ruth Bolton,
0: back yep. from the yeah. Yep, he was all set to blow himself up and everybody else in that room.
1: <laughs> yep, no, uh, he was committed.
0: That was that was intense.
1: Also, it was great because we were watching it and like that's very early in the movie and like he shows up. and was like, is that Bruce Bolton again? <laughs> and like he's like running through like the stuff and like you keep just seeing a quick shot of his face and like I'm pretty sure that's Bruce Bolton and then he finally <laughs> speaks. And is like, no, it's definitely him. man.
0: I, I was like, hey, it's that one guy.
1: <laughs> hey, it's that one guy
0: again. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, moving on to Batman. Uh, a couple things here.
1: I love oh, how, sorry, brief, aside, um, I love how that's all we're going to talk about with Steppenwolf, because that's kind of That's cool.
0: it. That's all you get. Honestly, we, he doesn't deserve more of our time. That character was shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was just kind of pointless. Uh,
0: so just, he, uh, this This all, <laughs> a, a, a lot of my frustration comes out because of being a Batman fan. um, <clears throat> Some things that I noticed. Just I'm gonna just point out some observations here. <laughs> okay? okay, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Batman. We're gonna talk about Bruce Wayne. We're gonna talk about Alfred. Um, and you can you can take take the reins on this wherever you want. But first things first. I love the Batman costume. I love the Fat Bat. I like the Frank Miller style. That's great. That's cool. Love it. Um, I think the scenes that they did with Ben Affleck in you know without the costume as Bruce Wayne. Very the way the way that they were shot and the way that he like holds himself very reminiscent to me of the animated series. I don't know if that was the the goal or not. That's how it felt to me. I enjoyed that a lot. Um I like the banter between him and Alfred. I like that they're like they like I, I believe that these two have been through some stuff together. But this Also is... it
1: was an interesting take. This has been the closest in age that a Batman and Alfred have ever been.
0: Yeah, they are. They are strangely close in age.
1: It's almost more like instead of Alfred the father figure, it's Alfred the older brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's strange. I kind of like that. I don't know why. It, it's different, but uh, so. But here's the thing, though, and uh, this is what bothered me so much. They have this back and forth between each other, where it's like you know, oh, I, you know, I missed the time when we were like fighting wind up penguins, like th- lines like that, right? See, where, that
1: was one of the few things where it's like this is a cheap point I can score here because
0: yes, I and I and I get that, but you're killing me. Because yeah. because you didn't give us that, you can't pull on the nostalgia if you if there's nothing there. <laughs> you, you, you didn't give it to us. Unless, well, you know, unless you're is- talking about the penguin from Batman Returns. If you're if you're gonna double down on this and it is the same universe, if so, cool. But it's not.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the problem. It's not borrowing nostalgia; it's stealing it because it's not yeah. nostalgia of its own material. It's nostalgia of. A predecessor that was done significantly better than this.
0: Right. It's like I oh man, that sucks. I'd like to see you guys take on that, but I guess I never will. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Batman, here's another checkbox I have. Batman is old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they they uh they pull no punches, they're they're it's very it's very heavy handed they that they're like, he's not gonna be Batman. We talked about this a little bit earlier on. Like he's they're they're phasing him out. <laughs>
1: Well, that was a conversation I had today with someone um, who had seen the movie. Like, you know, how many more movies is he going to be in? I was like, well, he's going to be in the Batman most likely, and he may be in the next Justice League, but they they have to start positioning themselves to move past him. And that's what I was saying. Like, as it was like kind of like marinating in my brain the last couple of days. Like, how many times are we going to hear? Oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. Oh, I don't bounce back as quickly as I used to be. Oh, I'm getting a little too old for this. Oh, it's time to move on to a new leader in Wonder Woman, and I'm pushing her to be the leader that I can't be, and does this team even need me? Does this world even need me? This and that. It's like, oh my god, just leave already. Right. So, like, I mean, they could go one of two ways. They could kill Batman, and he's not going to be around anymore, or they could replace him and do that thing that these comics love to do where, like, Someone dies and another one takes up the mantle of that character in the same character. Maybe it would be a Dick Grayson becoming from Nightwing to a new Batman or a Batman Beyond type of thing. Who knows? Sure.
0: Well, yeah, and and that's you like, know that's totally feasible, <laughs> especially if you're following like the footsteps here, like of like some of the some of the source material. Um, like if he just becomes like the mentor guy that you know, the guy in the chair. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. It, it just yeah. You didn't give us the back like you didn't I, I get it. And that would be cool if you played that card like, oh, I'm getting the, the Danny Glover. You know? If you if you're playing the I'm getting the too old for this shit card. Yep. Um, that's cool if you gave us the few movies beforehand where you got too old for <laughs> this. <laughs> but you didn't do that. And I'm I'm bitter about it because I love Batman. <laughs> yeah, the bitterness
1: starting a is starting to show with you finally uh,
0: I'm frustrated Al.
1: <laughs> Rightfully so.
0: Uh, a light in a dark time here, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, love me some J.K. Simmons. Me too. <laughs> he's the best.
1: Yeah, they definitely didn't give us enough of him, and I think he had kind of said that too. I think really he's being positioned to be in the Batman. Yeah. More significantly. Yeah, but they're just
0: again stop. You're going backwards. you <laughs> just having this. You're, you have like this this finale that sucks. <laughs> and you're going to in every movie that's going to build up towards it's going to be like oh this is great but it, it's just going to lead to this trash heap that you have over here uh, i i did appreciate the scene on, on on the top of uh is it the top of headquarters where the where the with the floodlight is where they all leave and Flash is just standing there oh oh they just they just left. <laughs> that's yeah. rude. And then, but then he doesn't say goodbye. <laughs> he, he just flat out leaves too. Beautiful.
1: It's almost the coming back full circle to the joke in the Nolan Batmans too. Yeah. We're talking about stealing from better predecessors that you didn't earn. Like yep. the whole thing where he does that. she leaves. When Catwoman leaves that and he goes, sense. oh, that's how that feels.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like which is the running joke where he does it to Commissioner Gordon in the first one. And then the second one he does it to Harvey Dent, and he goes, he does that sometimes. Yeah. And then it's full circle where she goes, oh, yeah, she, that, that's how that feels. That's weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just oh, like, they all just gone. And it's, oh, they left. So it's kind of like the final period on that whole kind of joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: silly. But like, yeah, like you said, they they didn't earn that shit, so stop. <laughs> you're, oh. you're, you're taking that. Um, there's a i I want to just quickly jump back because we had mentioned a, a a little bit about it before. So, uh, as much as I don't want to talk about Steppenwolf anymore, um, but the <laughs> that we get that like the background story, right, and the war that you know that he was fighting, tearing people down. No,
1: we didn't get a background story. We got, no, a we got of sorry, we got a background story, scene. We still don't know who the fuck he is and where he came from.
0: That's a fair point. We got a background scene. I apologize, um, but. We did see the Green Lantern get murdered. Like he got murdered on screen, which was which was shocking. <laughs> I didn't expect to see that. And then and then the ring go off, and the way that that, that scene was done, I thought that was pretty cool. I liked that. It. Yeah. It's like, oh, gotta go find that new guy. This <laughs> this guy's done. Yeah, no. it's... Is, um... The question is, is he dead? Yeah, he's, yeah he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was pretty cool, and that. That, again, uh, as we mentioned before, the spoiler area here, uh, that is part of the reason I just expected that when that we were going to see the Green Lantern at some point.
1: Yeah. Or also, that he that was going to be in that scene. Us, that scene gave us, like, the only good line from Steppenwolf. Not in that scene, but referencing that later when he first encounters Wonder Woman face-to-face. Because in that scene, we see Zeus and Ares fighting, which, by the way, cool that we got one more scene of Ares. I had wondered about that when they do a flashback and they're showing Zeus shooting lightning in there. If you remember from Wonder Woman, the armor and the axe clearly show that that has to be Ares standing mm-hmm. by his side. Yeah. But you never actually see Ares's face. And in the movie, eventually credited, it's credited as David Thewlis. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Considering we didn't actually, it could have just been a stunt on mold. or just CGI, because everything was CGI on that team. Right. But. Um,
0: everything. But... Even Superman's face. Wonder,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you never actually see his face. It gets covered by axe or him spinning or you see the back of his head. Sure. Um, but Steppenwolf says to Wonder Woman, oh, you have the blood of the old gods. The old gods are all dead. Yeah. <laughs> I can't that was be. really line of the whole fucking movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. There's a, uh, there's, a <laughs> there's a scene where uh, Wonder Woman says, I work with children. And it's almost, for, for a split second, it was almost as if the movie was self-aware, and it realized how much better Wonder Woman is than all this shit that they're doing right now.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the few things where it's like, that line was 100% written by Josh Whedon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> oh my god.
1: You know what? I'm going to take the reins here. I'm going to switch this up. I don't know how long this will take. Maybe it'll be a minute. Maybe Go for Talk about something slightly positive in this movie. Or try and spin it in a positive light. I'm going to lay a hypothetical in front of you. If this movie was made 20 years ago, it would have been a raging success. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Because it's just a big dumb action movie with too much CGI and stupid cheesy one-liners. Sure. This movie 100% plays in that 1995 to 2000 bracket. At the time, this would have been one of the better superhero movies ever made.
0: Right, like if we got this instead of like Batman and Robin, people would have lost their shit. <laughs> exactly. This
1: this movie actually fits with the sensibilities of the late nineties. I, I that was what I came away from. Was like, oh, this was just big and dumb and stupid, and it was funny at times. And the CGI wasn't very good, and mm. it's just like it's overly macho at times, and it's Aquaman slugging back Jim Beam, and it's. Ben Affleck pumping his chest muscles in front of uh, uh, in front of Wonder Woman and and it was just stupid one liners and making fun of the dorky Flash kid and you know I mean like this movie in 1997 would be tremendous.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, you're, you're you're right. Right? Yeah, that I never thought didn't think of that. That's kind of crazy.
1: But unfortunately, M- the, the punctuation on that thought to paraphrase. Someone who's very near and dear to you. Is that this at this this point in time, we deserve a better class of superhero movie.
0: I feel like I feel like you're trying to drop something on me and I'm not I'm not picking up on it.
1: Well as a joke alone, we deserve a better class of villain in this town. Oh,
0: okay. I like it. Um yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we deserve
1: a better class of superhero movie now. In nineteen ninety seven, this Checks all the boxes, but we're better than that now. We deserve better
0: than that now. Yeah, we're not oh, getting it from DC. What did you think of Cyborg?
1: I didn't think much of him, to be honest.
0: The thing I feel like there were there were some there were concepts there that were kind of cool, and I I feel like the character could have been interesting. I again, the character would have done pretty good with his own movie.
1: Oh, that movie that's coming three years from now. What? Like, what the hell are you
0: doing? <laughs> like, you need to like. You're not gonna get me to care about the character for the first. Like, uh, oh my God, I'm so frustrated. Uh, <laughs> you're not, you You need- You
1: realize we're gonna get the Batman and Wonder Woman two before we get Flashpoint and Cyborg.
0: Yeah. And you, you realize we should have gotten. All of those things before the two Avengers movies that DC
1: gave us. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we're going to get Aquaman next year and then we're going to get Wonder Woman 2 and the Batman in 2019 and I think Shazam as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and Suicide Squad 2. <sighs> and then in 2020 we'll get Cyborg and Flashpoint.
0: The thing is, with with Cyborg though, there were some cool things that they were that like there were some cool threads that you could have pulled on there. Like they, like the whole like he doesn't like like he knows he's not real. Like he's not a person anymore. He's like an embodiment of like the consciousness in a way. And he just like he's he's struggling with it. Like that could be a really cool story to like to to actually flesh out.
1: Yeah. See that that thing with that whole the first several times we saw him on screen. That's a movie that totally plays with right now That's a movie that's the classic movie superhero movie we deserve right now like we've talked about in the past the superhero fatigue and how to beat that back and that a movie like Thor or and I know you don't love the movie but the concept of Winter Soldier mm-hmm. making that sort of movie that's not actually a superhero movie it's a different type of movie masquerading as one right cyborg could have been that introspective movie in this time introducing him where it's him trying to figure out how to balance between being a person and being a machine right not just a machine but a machine intelligence
0: right exploring the ethics of, of AI and and soul and what is this thing
1: and exploring the ethics of hybridization of the human race yeah. with technology oh. and artificial intelligence Great. Augmenting
0: it. I sign me up I want to watch that movie
1: <laughs> yeah, you can in three or four years if they god still damn
0: don't. it Al <laughs> you're killing me um,
1: yeah no because now we're going to completely lose all of that seeing that movie unless they do that movie as an origin to him prior to this thing but the problem is this he doesn't was, get an origin now no. he had his origin in this movie and his origin is about ten minutes of material
0: which was yeah super unfortunate because like w- one of the really cool things about it what I really really was enjoying was him like the the way that the actor handled it like being like you could see the fear on his face when his cyborg body just started to do things automatically like the lack of control yes and like it it, it touched on expecting? all those things that we're talking about that like, that would make a really great movie if they just yes. didn't they just didn't do like it, if that was the main focus of a movie it would have been
1: fantastic It could have been really good yes and the thing is like you can do flash after this i mean would i have rather gotten yeah. introduced before this short? Sure you don't need a flash origin the movie that they'll do is him picking up as being a part of this world instead of being a recluse trying to help his dad right Right. he's got the job at the police station like that's where we pick up with him and it's going to be expanding and him embracing his new role of the new found confidence that can be fine that can work after this movie right yeah you don't need a specific Interesting origin to the Flash in the way that they've currently constituted but we needed that with Cyborg, and we're not going to get it now because to do it now, it doesn't make sense. We've got it.
0: right. You can't because it has Where to it's, happen it's, in to the time frame of this movie. Yeah, Ugh, that's frustrating because, like, I, I, I want, I really want that movie. Like, that sounds, that sounds awesome to me. Yeah. Ugh, what are you gonna do? Um.
1: You know who could have? You know who would make the shit out of that movie? He wouldn't be able to do it because he's already made something too similar to that, but. Could you imagine if you hadn't seen the movie X-Machina, if Alex Garland did Cyborg movie?
0: Mm.
1: How fucking cool that would be.
0: Yeah. This is exactly the movie that I want. Yeah. The movie I deserve. Um the so there's <laughs> the scene here you know again, if you we talked about this earlier, if we if you put the mustache on him, if you left those random scenes in there. Like if you make the, if the movie becomes self-aware <laughs> and it enters the top ten for me. Here's another scene that could have done it. When Superman is choking Batman, <laughs> if he was just say, but Martha, <laughs> I would have lost it. <laughs> and I would have been like, pre-order this movie now. <laughs> How about this? As he's
1: choking him. Martha says hi. <laughs> yeah, so.
0: Say hello to your mother form.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Actually, that was one of the few cool things in this movie that I like wholesale liked, like with like no equivocation, was the scene where Superman comes back. We haven't really talked about Superman too much. Um This is the first time much, I actually then. liked Superman in the three movies he's been in. Yeah. They gave me a reason to give a damn about the character I liked him. Some I mean he was on screen hardly, but when he was, I, I generally enjoyed it. Um, that that scene was actually pretty legitimately cool after they revived him. Yeah. And the four of them line up across from him and he just proceeds to start dismantling the four of them without saying a word.
0: Yep. Yeah. And you know, because there's there's only one good line in that scene, and that is Barry going Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
1: No, but I really like the fact that it was like oh my god did they like did they do a pet cemetery thing where like he right. dismantled all of them and hasn't said a single word and then Batman shows up and he says I know you yeah <laughs> like, okay yeah you know what I'm on board with this get get some righteous anger there Superman I like this
0: yeah it was it's funny because like I didn't know like what they were gonna do like I didn't know if they were gonna go like to like this version, like their version of like a Bizarro Superman or something like that, which would have been which would have been cool, and that that is a cool way to handle it. Um But and I wouldn't put it past him to try and shove that into the movie too. And yeah. I would have been like, God damn it, just take a breath, guys.
1: <laughs> um. But I actually, you know, there's a couple things about that scene. Um For one, you alluded to it with cyborg having reactions that he couldn't explain or control. Because mm-hmm. that was the most substantial of them. Uh, where his arm just decides it's going it's to... His no, arm no, decided no, that Superman no. was a threat and he was going to start firing at it.
0: Yeah. That was, that crazy. was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Again, a movie rooted around these concepts. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: I enjoyed that we get a moment where he is finding a way to occupy Wonder Woman and... Aquaman and Cyborg, and the Flash decides, oh, well, he can't keep up with me. And sure, I just run around and push people sometimes, but like...
0: That was great.
1: Like, Maybe that's all I need right now. And he starts running, and everything, we're doing like the speed, like the Flash Force thing, right, where he's running and everything and moving around slow. And
0: uh, actually, the
1: way they handled that scene was incredible, because yeah. you just see Superman's eye turn yeah, that and That's so good, at normal speed, <laughs> and Flash is like, oh? And then following the eye, is Superman's head turning and tracking his body in normal speed, and it's like, oh, I fucked up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, no.
1: That uh, was actually legitimately cool.
0: I, I don't do battle. I just push people and run away.
1: <laughs> actually, the best part about that whole thing was that's what he did in that scene. Yep. After he's running around, and like, they're showing that Superman can match him move for move, so he's swinging at him, and Flash is like, oh, I'm just going to keep dodging, because... That's the only
0: chance I have. He gets him a little twisted up and he pushes him and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I like that. I also like that when he was like, Barry, just go save one person. Then what? Yeah. Then you will know what to do. <laughs> then yeah. after he saves that one person, he goes Oh, oh! <laughs> and he, he just saves the rest. <laughs> that was pretty great. I also loved there's a lot there's a lot of, he's funny. Like his character is funny. We talked about that. Like when he's he pushes the car off the road, like, out out of danger, and then he looks yeah. to the right, and Superman is just bringing an entire building over, and he's just, like, he's so deflated from that. <laughs> so good. Uh, that
1: was actually, I mean, like, cycle back to that first S- Superman scene where he's fighting all of them. It was cool seeing the expectations slipped where, like, that was Superman as the Terminator. Yeah. Right? There was something about that that was compelling to me. I don't know. I, th- I found that interesting.
0: Yeah. Well oh, you're right. Um... So, I, just jumping to the end of this at the at the end credits, we got that we got a funny, that funny scene of them racing to the Pacific. Yes, which 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 also had a callback to him not being certain if he was going north, which was kind of funny. Yeah, I
1: forgot about that. That was funny.
0: I liked that. That was like out of out of the jokes in that scene. That's the one that made me crack up because not just because it wasn't it wasn't funny on its own, but it's funny because of the previous scene where he was like, "God, I hope that- I'm going north." <laughs> And and when and then later when he says i this has to be north, it leads yes. me to believe that there was three other situations where he went in different directions first. Yep. <laughs> but uh and then they do the race. I love the I love the um what, what does he say? If you if I win you have to take us to brunch? And he's yeah. just like, Oh, that's cold. No, that's not right. That's not that bad. was a pretty good call back to that, earlier in the movie. Well, well, it was well done. And that that I feel like I mean that's got, that Joss Whedon scene. I feel like It's like, oh, just really funny. Also, it's a post credit scene, which Zack Snyder is not a fan of. Oh no! I, no. I heard.
1: Um,
0: as far as I remember. Uh, but uh, the, funny,
1: the funny thing about that scene is not having. It's not that I don't have a reverence for the DC comics. I just don't have a working knowledge of a lot of them. I like I know some things about. This, like I know more about Batman stuff than most of the other stuff, but even. That my knowledge compels to, what is out there for Batman stuff. Sure. But I watched a lot of those cartoon shows as a kid. Yeah, I remember a ton of them because most of that watching was between like the ages of seven and ten. Not all that sticks with you, but even I appreciated that remembering one of those from the Superman. It was the Superman show. The one of them ending with a race around the globe between Superman and the Flash. Mm-hmm. But you don't see the race you just see a band of blue and a band of red s- circling around the globe. Right. So you don't know who wins and they're matched spot for spot around it. Right. Even I can appreciate and love that scene and what that represents.
0: Yeah, I, I dig it. Um, what about that second post-credit scene? Eh. Just eh?
1: Well, so the thing is, I was seeing references to this from the advanced screenings um, from people who I know got invited to that who are reporters in this field who are huge fans of the source of these things and the material and all of them were like, oh my god, it's so amazing. The whole room broke out in cheers. There were standing ovations. It was the best part of the movie. This and that. You know what? It might have been the best thing of the whole movie. And I didn't care for it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like Part of it is I don't watch I don't watch Arrow or The Flash, but I know Manu Bennett plays Deathstroke on TV. Mm -hmm. I've seen bits of his performance, and um, I've met the man. Dominic, my brother, has met the man and spoke to him for a while. He seems like a cool guy. He loved playing that role.
0: Yeah. He's also... He is great in that role.
1: Yeah. That's what I've heard and the little bits I've seen, I I would confirm that. And um, I've seen him in some other things, um, and I've enjoyed his performance in a couple of other roles. Um, But... I don't have much feel for Joe Manganiello in general. I like I don't, him. I don't, like, I just don't have a, I don't think I've seen him really in anything too much. Um, and I don't have a ton of feel for Deathstroke. I understand kind of what he represents it is kind of cool. But I just don't see why I should care about Deathstroke after watching Zod and, I, what was that thing that, what was, I want to call it Abomination, but it's not Abomination,
0: what is that thing that they turned Zod into in Batman for Superman? Doomsday doomsday that's
1: it um i wanted to call him Darkseid, but i knew that was wrong it's dark it's Doomsday. uh after zod and doomsday and steppenwolf and dark side will be in the second justice league i'm sure why should i care about deathstroke in the legion of doom or the injustice league or whatever it's gonna be
0: right i i agree and that is the that that same the same problem that's going on with um a bunch of the other things in in this in this series is like is jumping ahead like they've gone they've in you get your first your first set of movies that led up to Avengers, you got these villains that get increasingly more powerful and more difficult for them to, to sh- like to beat. What is this guy gonna bring to the table that's gonna be a real threat after all the shit that they've faced?
1: And you know what? I'm gonna fix I'm gonna fix DC right now. Oh, it, it, it's gonna require require us with hindsight and being able to retroactively fix things. This movie that we saw could be Justice League two. Justice League 1 should have been Batman assembling Flash and Cyborg and Wonder Woman and Aquaman to tend to whatever league that they're putting together. Mm-hmm. Eisenberg as Luther and Menjanoa as Deathstroke and whatever cast of characters they're going to do. Superman stays dead and they don't revive him until the end. It's not that stupid. The, the story getting him in the ethics and stuff like that was interesting, but it was rushed. It was rushed in the discussion of the ethics and morality, but it wasn't rushed. It was, in fact, dragged out way too long in the execution of it on the screen. They argued way more about something that was always going to happen. Right. If, the, if This movie should have been dealing with that league of above-average people, not Earth-killing people, without Superman. And Superman, the post-credit scene could have been Superman coming back to life and setting up, like, like him having like, a moment of revelation, like, oh, no, something worse is coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you have real stakes where super, just above average superhumans are fighting just above average superhumans instead of fighting an unmatched battle against a planet-killing, demigod-esque character, right? Right. Because we've gone to very large stakes. The world is going to end for like the third time in the last year or two, um, and now we're going to deal with Deathstroke, who is a badass, but he like fights with a sword and like he's just quick and strong. Like he's not superhuman. Right. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't see why I should care.
0: Right. No, I I, I agree like, with you. guys like,
1: took care of Steppenwolf, who's the vanguard of Darkseid, who is the Thanos equivalent. Why? Like, why are Lex Luthor and Deathstroke scared to me now? Like, we we'll we'll handle them. Like, sure, they'll they'll fuck up some stuff, and yeah, maybe they'll get the drop on us. But like, we'll sort them out quick enough. Quickly enough.
0: Right. Uh, I I don't know. It's it's unfortunate. <coughs>
1: On the plus side, though, Jesse Eisenberg was way less annoying as Lex Luthor because they didn't force him to be annoying.
0: Hmm. I didn't find him annoying before. No, I
1: I thought he, well. In Batman vs Superman, I found him annoying, but I didn't think it was Jesse Eisenberg's fault. I'm pretty sure it's Zack Snyder's
0: fault. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. And in this, he wasn't annoying, and it's because it was probably shot by Joss Whedon. <laughs> Fair.
0: Oh man. Well. You got anything else? You smell good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so <laughs> awkward. It's just so it was it was that was so terrible. That was bad. That was. That line was the equivalent of Martha. Martha. <laughs> like, okay, nothing can be the equivalent of Martha, but it was this move It was this movie's Martha.
0: Did I smell bad before? Yeah. Just stop. That so <laughs> fun so uh, can, can, uh, that was a terrible line. Here's the fun line. How did you get how did you get the farm back? I thought the bank bought it. I bought the bank. It's kinda what I do. <laughs> is yeah, that what he said? Like well, is that, I,
1: I don't remember that it's kinda what I do think, but I like, like you can see it coming a mile away, but yeah, no, like that was enjoyable. That was funny. Like yeah. that, that was Um I don't know. I forgot to bring it up earlier. I I said something about it. I think maybe earlier in the episode, but I wanted to wait till after the when Superman comes back and he starts fighting Steppenwolf. I don't remember how he starts the line. He says something stupid and follows it up with. But I am a pretty big fan of Justice, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to pick up the child sitting two seats over from me and throw it through the screen.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, I laughed because it was just monumentally stupid and cheesy. I just
0: pictured you standing up and just going, boo! <laughs> I wanted to. I just, at that point, I just didn't care enough, man.
1: Like I, It was like, I'll laugh. It's it like, you're playing to the cheap seats. Like, that is so bad.
0: Oh, my God. It's almost it's- as if he turned to the camera and winked <laughs> after he said <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you replace Harry Cavill's face with Jason Bateman's and made this Ron Howard narrating the scene, like, that was something right out of Arrested Development. He just, he
0: just, yeah, and, 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 like, the it, the sound dips out and Ron Howard comes in and the American way. And they just...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this movie could have been really funny. They should have went full-on comedy. So, no, just
1: be- Everything's on the table. We're just going to turn this into a clusterfuck of a ridiculous thing. You have Superman sometimes having a mustache and sometimes not. Like you could have had.
0: Wait, hang on. It- uh, on on that note, though, in a very like uh, Mel Brooks style, where it's like where, where Igor has the hump on one side and then sometimes it's on the other side. Yes. What <laughs> what hump? <laughs>
1: You do the mustache thing, having it on and off screen. No one says anything about it. No one addresses it. We pretend it doesn't happen. It's a wink, wink, nod, nod thing. And then you follow it up with him saying, I'm a fan of justice. And then that's when Ron Howard comes in. This movie has been brought to you by Gillette. That's <laughs> all you had to do.
0: <laughs> that was actually. It's funny that you say that when we were watching it. Uh, there's the scene where Bruce is, is chafing. I just I just nudged Chris, and I was like, the best a man can get. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. I mean, the thing is, like, this movie set up just as bad of a potential romance between him and Wonder Woman as the Avengers Age of Ultron set up between Hulk and Black Widow. Like, it just doesn't work, man. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And, you know, I was watching a little bit of Winter Soldier the other day. I still stand by the fact that Chris Evans... Well, not Chris Evans. Captain America and Black Widow had infinitely more chemistry than Bruce Banner and Black Widow do.
0: Yeah. I agree with that.
1: I wish they would have ran with that storyline, man. I don't know. You
0: know who's got some great chemistry is Thor and the Hulk. (laughs) Sun's getting real low. (laughs) (laughs)
1: At least that. I'm doing that. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Uh, that that I, I'm done. Are you done? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, that's it for this week's Flicks in the Six. Hope you enjoyed yourself and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Until next time, cheers.